Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of First Time Outdoors. Uh, it's just me and Mike this week. We thought we'd take some time to kind of lay out um, an interesting experience he had in the outdoors. We've done a lot on sort of tactics and some of the specifics of you know certain hobbies and pursuits outdoors, um, which that's exactly what we want to be doing for you guys. But we also think that it's important to, to just to just realize that there are um, you know, some ex- we do these things for the experiences. That's really, at the end of the day, we're out there to have meaningful experiences that impact our lives, the things that create memories and things we can look back over the years and kind of, these are the things that help define us as, um, as men and as people, um, as our experience in the outdoors. So Mike had a, a pretty, uh, powerful experience um, recently that we're going we're gonna to chat a little bit about. So thanks for joining us today. Yeah, I, I uh, had spent some time listening to the podcast from a few weeks ago because I always like to re-listen to the recordings because when you're actually doing the recording, there's some things that you miss um, in that conversation. So I was listening back to the podcast with Grant a few weeks ago that we uh, titled Silent Sports. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, I, I recommend that you go back to that one and listen to it first before listening to this one because I this... This episode is is really inspired by that conversation. And uh, I was having a conversation with my wife um, today, actually, who had just finished that episode. And she brought up something that I had been thinking about a lot since recording that podcast with Grant. And uh, so I'm going to take you back two years ago. Um this was actually almost exactly two years ago. It's like middle of February of 2018. Um, so Alicia and I found out that we were expecting our first child in January of 2018. And when we found out I knew exactly how we were going to tell my parents. It was, uh, we bought a stuffed animal deer, a buck, and we gave it to my dad for his birthday, which is January 22nd. And the reason for that was, uh, when I was young, like an infant toddler, and my brother and sister, when we were young, my dad put us to to bed, tucked us in at night by telling us deer stories. So we had a stuffed animal deer, and he had like a very specific cadence. He'd, he'd represent the sound of uh, the leaves crunching under the deer by doing like this ch 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 sound. And so when we told him, I told them that we were expecting, we, we had a, a letter that said, you know, get your deer stories ready with a, mm. with that stuffed animal deer. And we gave it to him. And 
it was very exciting and happy time and and uh, we were really looking forward to you know telling deer stories again my dad especially and so as time went on um, pregnancy wasn't going as well as we were hoping there's all sorts of different like tests they do for like hormone levels and whatnot um, that weren't looking great um, we were still optimistic um, however in like middle of February, um, we lost the pregnancy. Um, Alicia had a miscarriage and, uh, she was about, I think nine weeks pregnant at the time. And so as you can imagine, this is a kind of a, kind of a earth shattering moment for us. It's kind of the first real challenge that, or what's the word, like heartbreak that we kind of experienced together, I guess. It was with the first real loss that we were trying to navigate together. And um, we spent the evening in the hospital and, you know, going through that whole process and then we ended up going home and trying to get some sleep and the next morning uh, I had taken off of work and Alicia didn't have to work that day and we just kind of got up in the morning and looked at each other and said what what should we do we got to do something and uh, Alicia said let's go to Fort Snelling State Park which was like exactly what I needed so, um, for those of you that don't know, Fort Snelling State Park is in St. Paul, Minnesota. It's right next to the airport, Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. And it's right on the confluence of the Mississippi and the Minnesota River. So, it's where those two rivers come together. Um, it's actually called Bedote. So, Bedote is... The Dakota word that means like the origin. Hmm. So it's the place where the Dakota believe that their people began. So it's a very spiritual site. Um, eventually there was a fort built there, um, which kind of makes sense for why they'd want it there because it's built up on like a huge bluff overlooking two rivers so it's very easy to see like enemies coming um however it being built there is kind of a controversial thing um but anyways alicia and i went there and we had just gotten the night before about six inches of fresh snow so we're like let's go let's go snowshoeing and uh so we got there Put on our snowshoes, uh, started walking around, and uh, it was the kind of snowfall that's like super wet and sticky. So on the branches of the trees, there's like four or six inches of snow like stuck on them. So every time the, the wind would blow, there'd be like clumps of snow falling. And I have a distinct memory of... Alicia was, 
probably 30 feet in front of me and the wind was blowing and those chunks of snow were falling and she turned around and like held her arms out and just smiled (laughs) and that was like the first like real kind of breath that we had kind of taken since the the happenings the night before so we continued walking around the park and uh we kept seeing fresh deer tracks and she's like she kept asking like well where are they like i don't know but we're close we're really close and we kept following them and following them and uh eventually we came up on them and they were down on the on the Minnesota Riverside. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Healing power of nature. It's still like two years ago. Um, but it's still pretty uh, amazing situation. Um, so she she's like, I'm gonna go see how close I can get. So she kind of went off the walking path and was walking towards the river. And the deer on this, uh, we are on Pike Island, um, are super docile. They're like used to people because there's a ton of like people walking dogs there and like hikers and like school groups. And it's a very well utilized um, urban wilderness. And uh, so she was walking towards the deer and one of them started walking towards her and it was a big doe and so they ended up getting about 20 yards apart maybe Hmm. and Alicia crouched down and they just stared at each other for like 10 minutes and the deer would kind of like peek around a tree and look at her and then walk closer and like peek and walk closer. And meanwhile, there's three other deer that are kind of playing around on the riverbank. And, uh, we sat there just in, in silence for, like I said, 10 minutes. And, uh, I just was observing I was probably 15 feet behind Alicia and I could see that she was wiping tears from her face. And, uh, that doe then turned and looked behind her and gave kind of a, like a sound, like a eh, kind of a whiny grunty noise. And another deer from the bank came up and it was piebald, which means that the deer was like half albino, I guess. I'm not sure what like the genetic like meaning of that is, but basically this deer had a white face and a white body and it looked like it was wearing like knee high stockings, like white up to its knees. And that deer stepped out and I was like, well, that's, I've never seen a, a piebald albino deer before. That's super interesting. And eventually the deer kind of kept walking away and we followed them and they 
we kind of walked with that group of deer for another 45 minutes and they were so close like 15 feet sometimes away and uh it was amazing i mean it just we were the only people out there because it was a work day fresh snowfall no tracks anywhere and except for the deers and ours um so after about two or three hours we got back to the truck and uh, Alicia said to me that was like the most powerful thing I've ever experienced. And she said, it's almost like that doe knew Hmm. that I was in pain. Like we had a kind of a moment there, which I witnessed and I definitely, and then I remembered seeing somewhere or reading somewhere that there's something about the significance of a albino or piebald deer in Native American culture. So I grabbed my phone and I looked it up and I found um, an article that said the Native Americans believed the occurrence of a white animal was a huge sign of prophecy a sign from the great spirit that a major shift in their world was to come. Usually white animals uh, were seen during soul quests or vision quests. Um, so it kind of symbolizes like a, like a turning of the page, like, like a transition. Something was going to happen. Which I, like, when I read that, I got, like, the hair on the back of my neck stood up. Um, and, you know, it was kind of amazing to me that that deer was there. I mean, I, I've, I've spent a lot of time in that park because it's close. I haven't, I've never seen that deer before. And I've never seen it since. Mm. Um, and so it was kind of what we needed in that and that place is kind of like a symbol to, like, we were doing some soul searching. Like, what are we going to do? How are we going to get through this? And we took that as a symbol, like, the page turns. We're going to keep going. We're going to get through this. And uh, about six weeks later, we found out we were pregnant again. <laughs> and uh, this one was a complete surprise, <laughs> actually, because, you know, things weren't supposed to happen that quickly. And we, sure. we now have a, a wonderful, happy little 14-month-old boy. Um, but in that, in that space and at that time, I mean, it was really hard for us to see like what was coming next. You know, we were so caught up in like the darkness of like of the forest, you know. And we we were really needing to get out into the woods to find our clarity. Um and so when I was thinking about the space that nature provides to people for everything 
that they need. You know, maybe it's like overcoming a challenge or learning a new skill or making a new friend or um, obtaining meat or whatever it is. If you are in a space long enough and you have the presence of mind, you're going to get out of it exactly what you need. You know, you just got to... You just got to be intentional and let, let those things come to you. Um, and so it's, it's interesting to me also that a deer is involved, like everything, you know, it's like the deer story, the deer, like the deer stories as we were going to bed when we were little to the deer that we bought my dad as a symbol of like we're having a baby and then the deer that provided us healing mm-hmm. at the end of it all. So, um, I guess I don't really know what that all means. I mean, I, I, I still like even two years down the road, it's still a little like hard to think back on that time. Cause it was so painful, but, there's something there that is is really worth thinking more about. And I've never looked at deer the same way mm. since then. Um, uh, our son Gregor's nursery is all deer. <laughs> it's like little baby deer and a mama deer and a fawn and like deer everywhere. And also, Gregor is obsessed with deer. Yeah. Like... I have like some antler stuff on the walls and stuff from previous hunting years. And he's been obsessed with those since like I could even point them out to him. Like he's always pointing at antlers. So now we have this thing like, where's the deer? Where's the deer? And he points at it. So deer is just like, I don't know. It just becomes such a interesting like theme in our family. And I think that kind of says a lot about, where that like appreciation for them comes from for me and the reverence and um the desire to like go out and meet them in their environment whether that's like with a bow in my hand or with snowshoes on my feet and a camera or just going to be present it's like all those things that nature can offer you is amazing mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's really those moments are out there for everyone and I think like you said like you just have to be willing to to listen and and be open to those moments. Um they're out there and that's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and it's it's just so interesting that the like the Bedote area, the confluence of the rivers is such a spiritual area for the Native Americans, the Dakota people. And then it, it now is for me too. You know, that's, that I've spent a lot of time there since. And Alicia and I did our first family portraits with Gregor there. Mm. Like, where, where are we going to do our family pictures? <clears throat> there was no question. We're going to go to Bedote. We're going to go to Fort Snelling State Park. And we're going to take pictures there. Because now we have a place that has so much meaning to us as a place of like healing and a place of like 
soul searching and turning a page and creating a family and mourning the loss of the growth of a different family that could have been, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's such a cool opportunity. And had we not thought or had Alicia not thought my wife to go there, like this never would have happened. Not to, to have that place not available to us, you know, or not knowing it was there, you know, we could have sat on the couch and just like kind of commiserated all day. But instead we, we went outside and it gave us exactly what we needed. And you've been able to put that meaning onto your life and that's going to inform a lot of things about your life probably. Right. Those moments. It's, you know, kind of a funny cliche, but people do call like going out into the woods and going outside, like going to church. Like that's a, that's a spiritual moment that you guys had. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. So, you know, it's, this, the silence in that, like, you know, and I, I mentioned that that podcast with Grant when we were talking about just being in nature and having silence is so important. Mm-hmm. You know, we we talked about like standing up to challenges and pushing yourself to like extremes in some ways, but there's so much that can happen in just a, just a place where you know you're just going for a walk. As long as you're like open to those things happening and not forcing it either, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm thankful for for nature for that reason, you know. It's and it's a lot of like what hunting is to me too. You know, there's there's a lot of kind of unpacking mm-hmm. your brain and and. Uh, thinking things through and kind of lightening the load a little bit and this hike or this snowshoe experience like brought that to like a whole different level you know so we've talked a lot about hunting and the things that it means to us and what we get out of it like spiritually and mentally and products of like what's going on our table but the time that I have felt the most fulfilled was snowshoeing and so I think it's really important that we talk about all those different outdoor experiences and so I look forward to hearing from other people like what when do they feel the most like joy and fulfillment out of their outdoor experiences or hobbies and let us know what those are too because everybody has cool stories to tell and I think we do a lot of growing together when we hear them absolutely well thanks a lot Mike for sharing that story it was really powerful and hopefully some people out there listening um, 
you know, resonates with them. I'm sure it will. Yeah, I, I hope so too. And I, I, I'm, I'm happy that, that there was a conversation that kind of sparked that in me, mm-hmm. you know, thinking back on that, I hadn't really kind of dug up that mental space or those emotions in two years. And it was, it was really great for me to have that conversation with somebody like Grant to kind of uncover that again and think it, think it through and how much that urban wilderness for one, the quiet space, the winter, and just a different outdoor activity was exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cool. Thanks again, man. Uh, We'll pick it up back next week. Take care.